Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. everyone and welcome to the waiting warriors i'm excited for what we have for you today i have amber ricks and welcome to the show hi <laughs> okay so let's start out with um just your family situation what is your husband's job and then what do you do for a living my husband has been in law enforcement for the past 10 years. He right now is working for the city of Buckeye in Arizona as a patrol officer. I am a home-based baker and have been since 2008 um, and thoroughly enjoy what I do. It's great. Awesome. And guys, she has the cutest cakes. I was, um, I just saw on your Facebook page the other day, you like a, uploaded a video and so it does like a slide of the cakes and they're really cute and I just had to ask what is your favorite cake that you've ever done well that's a hard question um I I don't know that is a really difficult question my husband just got home hi honey (laughs) um favorite cake golly that's got to be the toughest question I've been asked. Um, because uh, you put your, your heart and soul into every single one of them and you love it when they're unique and fun. Um, but probably the funnest one that I've done wasn't a cake. It's one I'm working on right now. Cause it's always exciting what you're working on right now. And it's actually a dragon cake pop that I'm making. Um, and it's, it's really challenging, but a lot, a lot of fun. And that should be posted on the, on the site here t- today or tomorrow, as soon as I get it done. So. Awesome. Okay. Next question. And guys, this is a fun one. I have been looking forward to talking to Amber for a while because of this. How many kids do you have? I have five kids, but I was only pregnant twice. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have twin boys. They're 14 and triplet girls who are nine. Okay. Can I ask how that happened? Uh, the twins weren't completely natural. They are identical. Identical twins can happen to anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, the triplets, they are fraternal and we did end up needing to do, um, fertility for, to, to get them because we could not get, get pregnant again. It was just, uh, well, actually we could, but we kept miscarrying. That's really the problem. Um, so we went to a fertility specialist, just hoping, praying for one more and we got three more. So (laughs) it's been great, actually really great. Yeah. That's amazing. So you had your 14 and nine. So you had five kids, five and under. Uh, yes. The boys were five years old when the triplets were born. Yes. Wow. So were they at the age where they were actually helpful with the babies or was it still just all madness? Um, you know, it's all kind of a tired, tired blur. <laughs> uh, I, I know that the twins were very excited to have the girls to them. The more, the merrier. We were all excited. Uh, they had the twins started kindergarten right about that time as well, which was helpful with the crazy madness. 
Um, but then I had to deal with homework, which is a crazy madness uh, of its own. So, um, you know, I, I would say they were helpful, but they couldn't really help. But they right. they wanted to really, really wanted to. They could get me things like if they dropped their, you know, if I needed to get their binky or if I needed them to grab me a diaper, they would help with things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So would you mind talking about um, fertility issues and having the kids and everything in relationship to your husband um, being a patrol officer? I'm assuming he was an officer at the time. He was. He actually got picked up by Pinal County while I, uh, or actually right before I got pregnant with the triplets. Um, so he was in the academy and had just gotten out of the academy when I got pregnant. And that was crazy pregnancy, just to say, because I was bedridden from week eight. Yeah, from eight weeks on, I was bedridden. And um, I was hospitalized from week 21 on. And then they were born at week 30, at 32 weeks, actually, 32 weeks. So um, we had a lot of friends and family and and, uh, community members from our church that helped us with the twins while all of that was going on. So I could grow three babies in my cute little belly, which wasn't little. It was huge. Um, uh, funny thing is I couldn't even wear maternity clothes toward the end. Like it it got so bad. I was wearing moo's because that's all I could wear. (laughs) Um, so the, I got preeclampsia and I couldn't stay pregnant. You know, the only cure for that is to give birth. So they were born at 32 weeks and I actually had a whole lot of problems and complications. I had internal bleeding and I, I, I actually almost died um, afterward. <laughs> it was pretty scary. They almost came home before I did. But I'm here now. I'm okay. The doctors were able to fix it and find it and um, cauterize the artery that was bleeding. And uh, it, we actually look at that as a miracle because they, they were preparing my husband for the worst. They, they weren't sure they were going to be able to find where the bleed was coming from. And they were, they were basically just preparing him for me not being there and him having to raise five kids by himself. So that was nine years ago today. And we look back on that and we were talking about it the other day. And sometimes it's, we just realized that, oh my gosh, how close it came and are grateful that that did not happen. (laughs) So, but as far as fertility issues go, uh, that's rough. We were grateful to have the twins they were our, our little miracles. Like we could, why we couldn't hold a pregnancy after that. We were actually, we miscarried four times total. Um, and that's hard to deal with. That's hard to cope with. But my husband was there for me. Um, he could make me laugh through anything, really, no matter how hard it got. That's what I, uh, and that's what everyone loves about him. He has this infectious personality that just makes you want to be around him. He, he makes you laugh. So what was, what was his shift schedule like during this period? Because my husband's in the army, so we have, you know, crazy schedules, but my experience with officers is that you can have really crazy shift schedules. Like your husband just came home and he's going to bed, but it's the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> 
Right. He actually, um, he works at that time. He was working (sighs) graveyards, I believe, because he was just, he was on the bottom of the totem pole. So he could only, when they did shift bit, he was, he'd always got the short end of the stick. Um, so he was working graveyards and he'd come home. He would take the boys to school uh, their preschool. And then I remember my sisters or a family member would pick them up after preschool because he would be asleep. Um, and I had to eat, I had to eat 4,000 calories a day while I was pregnant to what? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really hard when you feel sick. And I did, I felt so sick the whole time, the whole time. Um, they finally had to put me on, on some medication to help with the nausea cause I couldn't hold food down and that wasn't good. So yeah. Cause at some point when you have a multiple birth, the uh, pregnancy as they're growing in the, the late end of the pregnancy and the last trimester, their growth is so much that you cannot eat enough to sustain their growth. And that's when you get into preterm labor and and all kinds of problems. So they have you basically get fat. (laughs) So that way you have a fat store for when they start growing like crazy and, and uh, they, they start taking it from the mom. So Wow. Yeah, I got I got so fat. I the pictures of me was I mean, uh, there's a reason why I could only wear moo's. It was really quite quite amazing to see, but afterward, I went right back down to like 138 pounds and uh from 200 something. So, it was really quick, really quick. Wow. Guys, I tell you, the human body is amazing. Stories like this, I'm just like, that is incredible. And thank goodness for modern medicine and doctors and knowledge so that they can tell you to eat 4,000 calories. But I can't even imagine eating that much a day. Like, I, At least for me, when I'm pregnant, I can't eat a lot because I get full really quickly. Yeah. So if I had 4,000 calories, I'm pretty sure I'd just be constantly eating. eating. Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was two breakfasts, two lunches, and two dinners. And they they wanted it to be healthy calories, not just a burger and a shake. So I had to eat a certain amount of protein and veggies. And um, it was was this whole routine. And we had friends that brought in meals and helped us out with that because Justin um, was... At the t- at that time, we were actually renovating the house we were living in as well. So he had to take care of all the house renovations while I sat there on the couch. And he dealt with the twins and taking care of them and dinners. And um, we did have a lot of help, but it was mostly him. It was mostly him. And he, you know what? He never made it seem like it was hard. He just, you know, did what he had to do and took care of his family, took care of his wife. And he always has. So. I knew it was hard, but he never made it seem like it was hard. Yeah. I feel like we should all just take a second and clap for Amber's husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. He's been incredible. I couldn't do without him. After the triplets were born, um, he went from the graveyard shift to the swing shift, and he uh, would get off at midnight. So he would actually feed them for me in the middle of the night when he got home. And I would sleep. And that was helpful because I had to get up early, get the twins ready for school and all of that stuff by myself. So that was a lifesaver for real. (laughs) 
Okay. And for those of us who don't know, what does this swing shift mean? I know you said ends at midnight. When does it start? It started at 2 p.m. And okay. so he wasn't home at night either. I would have to do dinner and bedtime and all that stuff by myself with all the kids. And that was fun, but <laughs> complicated at the same time. A lot of work. You have to orchestrate that. I've discovered bedtime is like a big just orchestration and you get that routine and flow. And it's like, you know, while one kid is having a bottle or I guess for you, while the twins are having their last drink, then the triplets will need this. And yeah. Yep. It has to be all well planned. <laughs> That's for sure. I had, I had very, I had a strict schedule because the tri- triplets had to all eat at the same time or else I wouldn't have time to do anything else. You know, I wouldn't have time to spend with the twins. I wouldn't have time to cook dinner because I would be in this rotation of feeding, changing, sleeping, feeding, eating, changing, sleeping, because, uh, you know, a newborn goes through that a lot. So it all had to be well-planned. Wow. I am seriously impressed. Very impressed. (laughs) So how did you manage being a mom of five or even just now, not, you know, just when they're born, but you're a mom of five, you have a business. I know it's prom season, which is busy for you Mm -hmm. and a police officer wife. Like, how do you, Uh, what's your, uh, it's all planned. It's all organized that like sometimes you, but you also have to be really flexible. You have to be able to go with the flow because, um, there's always things that change. Like the other day, my son came home and said he had this big project due at school. And of course it's due the next day. So, um, you just have to make sure that you have, you try to keep it organized, but understand that you have to be flexible. And sometimes the order that you're working on, or the customer order that you're working on or project you're working on has to take um, a backseat to the kids and you have to stay up late that night. And that's how it goes. As long as that doesn't happen every day, I can survive and I do great. Um, but I always make sure that the, the kids know if, even if I'm in the kitchen and I'm busy and I'm in a rush and I'm in a hurry that they can come to me with whatever they need. And um, we also have a strict schedule with them so they don't just watch TV all day long. They don't just play uh, on the computer or on the gaming systems all day long. We have a strict schedule for that too to make sure that they're they're just not that they're getting the socialization that they need and that they're not going to grow up and be lazy bums. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No. So do you have any organization tips? Like, is there a certain planner they you use or I just use my iPhone. Um, Google calendar is great. My husband and I can coordinate. I know when he's doing off duty or when he's, um, working, uh, like doing an off duty job or if he's working for the city or, um, if he has a training, there always seems to be trainings that pop up all the time. And, and, uh, there's, uh, there's just always stuff that comes up on his schedule and he puts it into the calendar and it automatically syncs it to mine. So I know what's going on with him and same vice versa. I let him know what orders I have coming. And, uh, I always have events cause we're an event planner, not just a baker, but weddings and showers and, um, proms and things of that nature too. So he's aware of that. Um, I didn't start getting too crazy with 
the orders and the bakery business until the, the twins were old enough that we felt they were responsible, that they could babysit and do a good job if I had an event on the weekends or something of that nature. So even though I've been baking since the triplets were born, it wasn't as it is now. Right now it is busy, busy, busy. It's It's been we're booked out two months in advance right now. So that's a good thing, but I'm also very busy. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't know. I don't know how to, I mean, we communicate, we call each other a lot and coordinate things, organize things over the phone. Um, Cause oftentimes, and we always go on a date every Wednesday night. That's our date. Um, and I look forward to that. I, that's like the one thing that I'm like, if I could make it to Wednesday, <laughs> then I'll be all right. Cause that's date night. <laughs> Because we can't on the weekends. I work on the weekends a lot. He works on uh, weekends right now. So Monday, Sundays and Mondays are like family day because our kids don't have school on Mondays, which helps a lot because I don't have events. I mean, no one ever schedules events on Mondays. So Mondays are family day. And if I can take one of our kids with us to have one-on-one time, um, to an event, or if I'm setting up for an event, or if I'm heading to the store uh, to get supplies for the bakery, I always ask if one of them wants to come with me. And always one wants to come with me, and that's how we I kind of spend some quality time with them, one-on-one time with them, because that's really important too. So I don't know. <laughs> Did that help? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it does. It sounds like you're very adaptable to your situation. I I hear a lot that women just have a hard time because they feel like like date night, they feel like date night should be Friday night. And so it's upsetting that it's not on Friday night, but that just can't happen for you with your business or with your husband. So it's like, why fight it? You know, and it sounds like you must have just adapted. Oh yeah. You have to, uh, you have to, we we're, we're coming up on 16 years of marriage. 10 of those years are law enforcement with him in law enforcement and uh, he misses birthdays and Christmases. I'm sure you're aware it's you have to make adjustments for that. He'll miss Christmas. So what we won't open presents until he's there. And our family has, we don't fight that. We embrace that. And I think that's the difference. We don't look at it as oh poor us. We look at it as we want to spend time with dad and this is when dad's available. Hooray. So We just embrace it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Guys, this is so important. I think I learned very, very quickly that um, a day is just a day. Like the day that you celebrate doesn't matter. It's just that you celebrate together and you have that moment. Like For the first, my husband and I have been married six years and I'm pretty sure we were talking about it just the other day. We're pretty sure he's actually been gone for half of them. was just not possible for us to celebrate on that day. And then the other ones, whether it was school or the army, we just had to celebrate on a different day. And for my birthday, a few months ago, it was the same way. He had to be gone on my birthday. And he's like, sorry, am I ruining your birthday? I was like, sweetie, I would be a very miserable wife if I was stuck on the date. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you just, you just have to be adaptable. And I think just recognize that that's totally okay. Like, but, but still celebrate. I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, we can't be together on our anniversary. So I guess that just means, you know, happy anniversary. Here's a kiss and a flower. It's like, no, still celebrate. No way. No way. Our, we love to go like 
for our anniversary. My husband doesn't do things small. He when he celebrates, he likes to party. I'm the level-headed one in this relationship. I, I pull him out of the clouds and he lifts me up off the ground. And um, we uh, for our 10th anniversary, he planned a cruise. And our anniversary is in August, but we didn't go till October. And who cares? <laughs> we still had a, so much fun. So much fun. And on the cruise, we told pe- people that it was our anniversary because that's what we were celebrating, even though it had been a few months before. But who cares? We were celebrating it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, last question. What is your key to thriving that you want to share with other waiting warriors? Key to thriving. I think I answered this question in an email. I can't remember what I said. But uh, for right now is, is just hold on to those moments that you have. They're precious. They're everything. Uh, and make the most of it. Don't waste it arguing about semantics or logistics or, or what you don't have or, um, how much you miss him or her. Like I, my husband was in a shootout about a year and a half ago. And, um, this guy just, he murdered his wife, left the house with all of this, uh, automatic rifle and ammunition in his truck and left his two kids in the house with their dead mom and was driving down the road and ran into my husband and, and several other police officers that had no idea he was coming, but they were just securing the area because they had they knew they had received a call that that there was a problem, and they had blocked the road. And this guy just opened fire on them, and uh, was their police patrol car turned into swiss cheese you know in like 30 seconds it was all over in 30 seconds and my husband had to bail out of his car and take cover and ended up firing at the guy and hitting him and when he sent me a text message that he was just in a shootout call you later (laughs) i um i didn't flip out I mean, we had prepared for this. We had, I knew, I knew mentally that this could happen. I knew that every day he leaves the house could be the last time I see him. I know that every call he gets could be a dangerous call, but I can't worry about the things I don't, I can't control. I can't worry about those things. It would, I, it would tear me apart. I wouldn't make it. So I live in the moments I have with him every moment. I, I, I make the most of it. He's wonderful. He's important to me and anything else will work out. But those moments, I'm not going to waste them on, on dumb stuff. (laughs) Oh man. Words of wisdom guys. Well, Amber, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know I have thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Um, last thing, where can people find you? Um, the name of our, my business is called sweet fusion bakery and events. And you can find us at sweetfusionevents.com or, um, on Facebook and Instagram as well as sweet fusion events. Um, and that's the best way to get in touch with us this weekend. We're actually, I'm actually donating some, um, police themed cake pops for a fundraiser this weekend. And and I'm excited about that. And I love to post all of those, those things 
and we're um, definitely a company that loves to give back to the community too. So, and we ship across the nation as well. We'll have to think of some fun promotion thing to do, like a charity event or something. I've been thinking about that. That would be fun. Awesome. We'd love. Yeah. Well, thank you, Amber. And until next time, guys, have a nice day. Hi, guys. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know I've been learning so much, so please share with any friends and family you know, whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through. Share. And always remember, we're stronger together and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day. Thank you.